As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Remembering Hoodoo Semois, our last broadcast. With our friend, Solomon Lekka. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. It's everything. Oh, and the mic's hot. Okay. Winner shares. Winner shares. Winner shares. Winner shares. When the crowd gets fussy, when the floor gets dusty, when your play gets rusty, with a shins, with a shins, when your broom smells funny, when the hex takes your money, what's gonna save you, honey, just with a shins, with a shins, all you witches. Play gets busted with a shit. 
Desi Arnez on Widdershins Radio. Widdershins. Radio for your spiritual side. A twisted approach to the left-hand path and all the paths in between. I always, I, as I was saying to Marta, I love that song. When I think back to my childhood, all those stupid 50s white people singing along to the, the, a song about Apollo God. Clueless. <laughs> Clueless. Singing along probably fucking in the car on the way home singing that shit i think it's fucking funny and uh, we heard uh concrete blonde new to the list and then our theme song by the daryl halmore's uh orchestra oh the chat room's happening hello alan 
in the chat room. How are you? I, I tend to not say anything in the chat room because one time I did that and it crashed the whole fucking app. So I'll say hello that way. We had to like restart the we whole thing. We had to restart thing. it. It was one of those yeah. nightmare things. Um, kind of like when somebody calls. So I have it set to do not disturb. <laughs> Tonight, our very special guest coming to us all the way from Bourbon Street in the French Quarter, a mere stone's throw from here. Second, like nine-minute drive. Nine, not even a nine-minute drive, really. Um, probably three, four. I think it's like no. a, I think it's like a, it's a fifteen-minute walk. No, it's more well, like a oh, minute. your pace. It's like a twenty-five-minute walk, <laughs> sure, but you know, it's a nine-minute walk for me. At any rate, <clears throat> coming to us all the way from the French Quarter here, in New Orleans, and on the on the tail end of his fall touring schedule, where he's been all over the goddamn place. Our good friend Hudu Sim Moise joins us tonight. How's everybody doing? <laughs> good. I'm here. Yep, good, I'm good, here. Good. Here in the studio. You know, one of the few people that come, you know, live to the studio. There's mm-hmm. been, what, Patty Negri. What, in Christ, L.A.? Christian yeah. Day. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was with Moise that time. Mm-hmm. And Moise. We haven't had a whole lot of in-studio guests. You know, we don't let, you know, people come to our house and shit. Yeah, we're, you know, we're unless, very selective. Unless you're the special, special kind of people. And, oh, he's so special. <laughs> <laughs> You could say that I'm touched. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. Uh, so, you're uh, you're in the middle of your tour schedule for fall, and you got one more stop after uh, this one. No, I have two. Two. Um, so uh, next week, um, from the twenty sixth through the thirtieth, um, I will be in. Uh, in Salem, Massachusetts, uh, uh, doing uh, readings, teaching classes, um, and then uh, I'm going to uh, be doing a uh, a ceremony at the uh, the official Salem uh, Witches Ball, um, which is going to be at the, uh, the the Hawthorne Hotel. If you haven't gotten your tickets for it, then you absolutely should. If you haven't gotten your tickets for my class yet, then you absolutely should. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about conjuring the graveyard, and uh, you know, in that class, we're going to go over um, the different aspects um, of the graveyard because the graveyard is a very volatile place, um, and there's a lot of things, you know, that that move around in there. There's both, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly that uh you know that reside there so you know we're going to go over a bunch of stuff with that and then uh and then we're going to take a little field trip over to uh oh you are yeah oh, to great. to uh one of the uh the, the graveyards in salem but like, i always got to be careful with that because the popo up there be scary <laughs> like they it's so funny you know the last time uh that i did a graveyard class up there i think there were two maybe like maybe like three of the uh uh uh, the Salem Popos, and uh, they were just watching me the whole time because they, you know, they thought that I was gonna uh, go into uh, their grave, which normally I would do, like in New Orleans, I do that all the time. Like I'm not afraid to jump no damn fence. Uh, <clears throat> so the grave- graveyard is locked there. Yeah, they 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 uh, they have these little, but I mean, I don't even know why they even bother because the wall is like I don't know. 
maybe four and a half feet tall. Maybe five. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's pointless, but but they get all scary about that. So, um, but it's going to be a good time. We're going to be throwing down up there, and we're going to, uh, you know, learn some things, uh, which uh, is always a good thing. You know, stuff to uh, to add to uh, you know one's own uh, how you call it uh, repertoire um, of of work and you know showing you uh, a way that that we in uh, in in hoodoo or conjure whichever term you choose to use how we do it. So uh, I expect to see y'all there. So. Uh, don't disappoint me, because I know where you live. <laughs> One of these days, we're gonna go there too. Well, well, right, right away, I want to ask about the the, the difference between the names, because we have, you know, like, you know, Appalachian conjure. Uh, we have uh, some Appalachian conjure that incorporates a lot of like Irish shit in it and Scottish shit. I mean, the, the, I think the first to settle Appalachia was the Scottish. You know, at least for the Europeans. So, what what is the what would you say is the difference between hoodoo and conjure? Really, I mean, it's it's nothing more than than uh, than terms. Yeah. Um, you know, in when it comes to you know to, to conjure or or hoodoo work, um, a lot of uh, a lot of it varied from region to region, um, depending on what was dominant. Uh, in that particular region, whether it was, you know, Catholicism or whether it was, you know, Christianity. Um, and, you know, the those terms, you know, would be considered like synonymous. Mm -hmm. um, it just depends on, you know, which one you, you want to use or, or whatever. Like when I was a kid, they really didn't even use those words at all. It, like the, the word for who... Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Do or conjure was just work. Yeah. You know, there was the, you know, oh, I got to go to work, you know, talking about, you know, going to the regular job. And then I got work to do, which, of course, you know, means something different. Mm -hmm. You know, it means that, you know, now it's time to get down, you know, with the, the, the spiritual stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I came from I came from the very old school to where, you know, you you had a you had a job. Um, you had you had a job like your normal, you know, forty-hour-a-week job, you know, wherever. And then after you, you know, you got home um, with that, then you know you started your other job, which would be like you know, readings, spiritual work, um, you know, doing you know uh, uh, baths, 
um, making fixed candles for folks, um, you know, all those sorts of things. So, um, it's, uh, it was always very interesting. It was always a Whatever you're funny, Peacock's got it exclusively. Stream classic sitcoms like The Office, Parks and Recreation, and Two and a Half Men. Plus, catch Peacock original comedies like AP Bio and Say by the Bell. For all your exclusive comedy faves, go to PeacockTV.com and get started. Enjoy football, basketball, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code EASY1000, and your first wager is risk-free, up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code EASY1000 and place your first wager risk-free. Free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sports books. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Louisiana only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700 in partnership with Samstown Shreveport Casino very interesting thing because you know like like things never stopped if if you will like they just kept going you know it didn't matter like what you were doing but you was always you always had you know your hand in something um because there was always people that needed something there was always you know your job that you had to go to and you know so it's always held with it like you know at least in the old school like a, a heavy burden in that regard because um, you know, it, it's almost like that there was uh, not very much free time. Um, but, you know, we, you know, we did it. We did what needed to be done. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, spirits got served. Ancestors got uh, elevated and served. And, and then, you know, we wait for the next day to do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure and check out uh, Moise's book, Work and Conjure. Marta got a copy. So I read over his shoulder sometimes when she's reading it. <coughs> Signed copy, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should have put Pickle's paw print on it. Yeah. yeah I know. You know, that, that that's what should have happened, actually. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, you know, I, I, can't, I can't speak clearly to it, but... Um, with regard to uh, Appalachian conjure, um, mm-hmm. there's a new race that archaeologists have uncovered that uh, originated from Appalachia, and it's it's not Native American, it's not African American, it's not European American. I don't know what it's called. The, the data is still coming out, but it's it's so they were dark skinned, but they weren't from any of the known uh, places where fucking people came to this fucking country and they they uh the first place they went was appalachia mm-hmm. and so it's interesting stuff i'm seeing come out of there but i can't think of the name of that race yet mm. well um there's always something you know uh, interesting you know that's you know that that's you know coming out of different places and such because i was raised in appalachia yeah. um in the blue ridge mountains to be specific hmm. um and so, uh, you know, it was always, 
And it was always something, you know, the one thing that, um, that I do really miss about it is there was always something to explore, whether it was like a cave, you know, a section, you know, in the woods, you know, all those things, which, you know, one of my favorite things to do is explore. And, and so I used to do a lot of that, um, when, uh, when I was a kid and, um, you know, it always provided for very good lessons um, in things. The voice, and so that's that's always been, you know, a very uh, both humbling and, and edifying thing. Is that, you know, you go and you just kind of like listen, and you listen, and the spirit of the root will always talk. But sometimes what happens is is that we get caught up in our own heads. And we don't, you know, stop for a minute just to kind of like hear, you know, what, you know, what's being said. And, you know, because of that, we miss a lot of um, like the, the, what the roots, the, the spirits of the roots, like what they do, you know, like you can go out all day and buy, you know, 75 different books uh, about herbalism or, or whatever. You know, and everybody has their own definition. But, uh, you know, like where I come from, basically it was building a relationship with the spirit of the root, you know, that would reveal to you what was done. Which, of course, if we want to go down that route, we're going to go down that route. Yeah. And we talk about, you know, the, the, the birth of, of this magic, the, the birth of, of conjure. You know, which you know has its primary root in the uh, the Congo of Africa, and came you know over here during the Middle Passage, during the the, the transatlantic slave trades, and when you know the the slaves were plucked from their houses and their families and such, and put on those boats, the ones that survived, that made it uh, over here, had absolutely nothing but their spirits. That's it. They had. You know, they didn't have like the, 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 the trees and the roots and such that, you know, that they had there. So there was nothing. And because of all of the, the, the murders and the, you know, the, the tortures, the rapes and every horrible thing that, you know, that, that, that happened, you know, they, there, was no, there was no choice, but something needed to be done. So, you know, Conjure was... The magic of Conjure was birthed out of a need to change a condition. That condition was, you know, the, you know, the oppression that was going on to bring freedom, to, you know, trick the master, um, so to speak. Uh, and that's where this magic comes from. That's why, like, I get a lot of questions um, of the same question I should uh, I should say um, a whole lot which is you know like people often ask me about like oh well you know should I do this conjure work under like the new moon or you know the the you know the the you know the waxing gibberlius or whatever the hell they call it <laughs> all that other shit you know and and I'm like it doesn't matter because you when you think about the the birth of of that work and you think about the birth of that magic it, you couldn't rely on what phase the moon was in because if that work didn't get done somebody's gonna die yeah. and so it didn't matter what phase the moon was in or what day yeah. of the week it was 
it was again born out of a necessity yeah. mm -hmm. to overcome and to change a condition well I, I say the same thing with witchcraft it's like yeah okay we recognize all of those times and but when it's time to get shit done you got to get shit when, done when there's the need. it doesn't matter what phase yeah. the moon's in what you know faces the planets are in you it's time to fucking work absolutely and, and when it's time know, to work it's time to damn work it don't matter it don't matter whether it's you know, noon in the fucking daytime or, you know, it's, you know, 1130 at night. It doesn't matter when it is. But when it's time, it's, you know, it, it's time for it. And you can't wait just like they couldn't wait, you know, like on, you know, you know, which degree that the earth was, you know, yeah. facing yeah. So that, you know, like, we didn't mm -hmm. have time for none of that shit. That planetary mm -hmm. hours mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, no. And, and I'm not, you know, saying this to be disparaging or anything like that to anybody who does. I'm just simply explaining how this work, mm -hmm. you know, came to be. And the reason why, you know, we don't necessarily adhere to, you know, those uh, uh, rules or, or, or what have you. Because there was a there was a, a sense of urgency. Yeah. I mean, if you can work during a powerful time, I don't care what system it is. You know, work during that powerful time. If you know. But if there's uh, a need. What I would say is, you know, like with witchcraft, you're working in an unfavorable, you know, moon phase. Work harder. Whatever you were gonna do, you know, step it up. Yeah. You got to overcome whatever resistance is is, is coming from that. Uh, I do see some some hybrid forms of hoodoo these days that are you know looking at planetary timing and moon phases, but that was not traditional. So so you said um, I've never heard that before that conjure came out of the Congo. The primary root of conjure um, came from the Congo. Absolutely. How about hoodoo? It's the same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. Like I said, like those terms, you know, they 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 basically vary depending on what region. That you were in because you know again like when i was a kid neither one of the it was just called work that's what it was called that's it mm -hmm. um and you know depending on the region if it was primary catholic um then you know you would see a lot of work with um the saints if it was primarily christian you would see a lot of work um with uh with the bible in particular like the the uh, uh the old testament um, most root workers today don't have anything to do with the New Testament of the Bible. But, you know, the funny thing about that, which I always, because people often shudder, you know, whenever I talk about, uh, whenever I talk about the Bible, which I think is kind of like hilarious because it just, you know, goes to show that there's a whole lot of uh, uh, naivety um, that's out there. But the Bible ain't nothing but an old spell book. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. You know, so do you think that um, hoodoo people and the other ATRs that adopted Catholicism and these other forms, do you think that they believed those things or that they used it to disguise their practices to survive? It was a tool that was used for survival. Yeah. First and foremost, back in the day when all that was, you know, when all that was going on, um, you know the, the the slaves were considered nothing more than devil worshippers, and they were treated like livestock. And so, what the slave masters would do would they would let them or make them go to to church, you know, to 
you know, to, and I quote, you know, try to civilize mm -hmm. them. When they went to church, they were not allowed to go inside the church. They had to stand outside mm -hmm. because, again, they were like livestock. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, keeping that in mind, you know, going, you know, and standing outside the church, they would hear things. Now, you know, for a good while, there was always, you know, a language barrier, of course. And number two, like, nobody could could read or write nobody could do any any of that but they mm. they, they could hear mm. um so after you know that that started to you know uh be something that you know they could hear and understand you know kind of gave a point of um being able to use that against <laughs> sorry against the uh uh the master so to speak like when we talk about like, let's take voodoo, for example. You know, back during the same time, you know, down in Haiti, when uh, uh, when they were bringing over the slaves, Haiti was, um, and still is to this day, a, a French Catholic country. Mm -hmm. So everybody was Catholic. And, you know, when, you know, when they would go and, you know, try to do ceremonies and such for their spirits... <coughs> If the slave master didn't see him, and one of the uh, the tattletales did, they would go tell the slave master, and then what would happen would be they would get you know how you say uh, made examples of, right. mm -hmm. and so they would like you know murder them, you know, and torture them in, in various ways, and so what they decided was, you know, they remembered that when they were uh, when they went to the church that. Uh, the Catholic Church, there were always all these images and statues and all this stuff. Like, if you've ever been inside a Catholic Church, like, you see, like, all kind of shit in there. Mm -hmm. um, and they would see something that reminded them of one of the Loa. Loa are the, the, the spirits of, of voodoo. Um, for example, like, they would go in, or they would go to the church and they would see um, a statue of... Uh, of St. Moses and St. Moses holding the serpent staff. Um, well, they would, they would look at the, at the serpent that was there and that reminded them of Eloa, whose name is Dombala Wedu. And <clears throat> so they took the saints and they started using that to hide what they were actually doing. So when the slave master came, you know, the, the explanation was is that they were, you know, doing a mass for, uh, you know, for St. Moses um, or what have you. It, it's exactly the same. Well, in, is in is Moses even a saint? I don't know. I never heard that. Um, but I was just going to say, in Russia, you know, Christianity came to that region in like about 900 AD. And it was the same thing. They were all pagan practitioners. They did their own work, but they... They incorporated a lot of Christianity into it because they were sort of forced mm -hmm. to convert, and they were afraid of what would happen. Well, if the they totally same thing happened in uh, the same thing. Same thing happened in Ireland. Same yep. thing happened in Italy. It's like I, I, you know, I grew up butthurt at the Catholic Church about all the terrible things they did to witches, and over time, it's like you know, I came to to have a saying. It's like I'd like to thank the Catholic Church for providing my ancestors' convenient place to hide all those years mm -hmm. while they were outside hunting for us. They made it. I mean, the Catholics came up with the idea of changing pagan gods into saints. I think they started it in Germany, 
and then it moved into Ireland and England and Scotland. Um, so it's pretty much their idea. <laughs> Just their idea came to be used to like bite them in the ass. But the oh, first, yeah. first voodoo person that I ever talked to about that, um, first voodoo person I ever talked to, the way he said it was like, you know, this, this loa is that saint. He didn't say it was like an archetype represented, you know, similar to, um, in his mind, they were the same, even though that saint had a very white face. Well, the, the, the thing is, is that like in some cases, you know, in, in, in some cases they can be, uh, they can be synonymous and in, in all cases, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, with the Loa, like there, a lot of the Loa came came over um, from uh, from Africa. Some were born in Haiti, um, and when it comes to when it comes to the saints, which is why to, today, you know, in any voodoo ceremony. Um, you know, we we have you know a uh, a Catholic litany, and then we have you know a uh, uh, an African litany. Um, so the, the the saints and such are, are still they're still honored, and in the Voodoo, folks still they still do work with uh, the saints. But that doesn't mean that that they uh, the saint is the same as you know as that particular law because they're not um but you know i mean there there are some that you know one could consider them you know being the the same like you know like for example um um uh mambo uh uh philo mays um who is loa is also uh saint philomena um, which they are the same, um, but it's one of those things to where like it's a whole lot of learning that that needs that that, that has to be done, um, you know, to to understand, you know, yes, like the, the there's a synchronization of the two, but the two are not they're they're not the same at all. Um, some of them may act similar and such, but originally, the reason why the saints were there were, was to, you know, to mask what was going on, yeah. um, and those saints were put in place because of a similarity or a reminder of, you know, what a particular wa, loa, you know, was like with, you know, Moses and the serpent staff. Um, or you know uh, uh, Saint Ulrich, um, or not Ulrich. I mean Isidore, um, being uh, saint with uh, another Loa. His name is uh, Cousin. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, you know, like, they're not the same at all, but there were similarities that, that's there that brought them to a point to where they could use that to, you know, say, hey, we're having this service or this mass or whatever for uh, the spirits um, or for, for that saint and not get, you know, murdered over it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, no Jesus. Hmm? They got the saints. They got Jesus? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they got Jesus. Well, who's Jesus represent, or representative of? It depends America. on which Jesus. Okay. You know, like, I tell people, and they laugh at me, but I think it's, you know, I don't know. It's just how how I function. Like, I think, you know, like, all the synchronizations of of the saints and, and the Loire, like, all the saints is like, there's there's either this Jesus or there's this Mary. You know, like there's the Jesus with the crown on his head, with the three rays poking out. That's Bosu Toacan, Bosu of the three horns. Um, you know, like there's like uh, the Mary who's standing, you know, on the water, which would be La Seren. Like, and they're all, you know, even though there's there's different saints, like, to me, it's like, whatever. I'm like, which Jesus am I dealing with and which Mary, you know, is it? I mean, that's, that's just the way that I see it. Um, even though, like, you know, the, the, you know the, there are, you know, saints, of course, that are not Jesus. I just call them all Jesus because it's just easier that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I find, like, in the, um, well, definitely, like, in the Italian equivalent of... It's Cat Williams World War Three Tour. Cause it's a new world out there. Get ready for Cat Williams. I'm finna buy me a self-driving car. I'm gonna be in the back seat. You pull me over, I don't know what to tell you. Talk to the driver. The king of underground comedy is back. Talk to the driver, officer. I'm sorry, I'm here in the back seat reading the Bible. As you can see, I'm naked with a little pit bull puppy. He's in his seatbelt. February 18th in the Lakefront Arena. Get tickets at the box office in Ticketmaster.com of uh, uh, witchcraft disguised as Catholicism. Like, Jesus just doesn't really come up. Mary comes up all the time, and, sure. and, and saints and angels. Yeah, I um, But they, a, but a they just don't really mention Jesus Russian. much. I think the Irish version, too, the same kind of thing. And, you know, like you were saying before, it's like, you know, I never want to, like, take away from anybody. I want to recognize the whole picture. The witches in Italy believed that they were fighting this enslavement of the Catholic Church. And that's why they called on Diana's daughter to come down and, you know, teach them witchcraft and that kind of thing. Um, that seems to be pretty universal everywhere you go. I mean, that maybe, except with the ceremonialists. They tend to be, like, higher class people. But, you know, witchcraft, folk magic, everywhere you go, it's like an oppressed people trying to get justice in their own fucking way because it's the only way they can get yeah, fucking my, justice. Yeah, my people didn't know how to read either. <laughs> yeah. Like, when the... Well, and I, I think that's why most witchcraft, most folk magic was an oral tradition until people could write. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, like, that's another thing that I get fucking tired of hearing about. Mm-hmm. You know, people making assertions that, uh, uh, that, uh, um, like, these traditions and such, oh, those are the, those are the, 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 the poor people. Um, that's, that's like, you know, poor people magic or, you know, what do they call that shit? Low magic or what? Low I, magic, yeah, I don't yeah, fucking yeah. know. Like, whatever yeah, the hell lo- it is. Yeah, it's the low magic and high magic. And uh, I'd be like, thing. I promise yeah. you, I can show I can show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to talk some shit? Okay, let's go. We can do that all day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the thing that they call high magic is just, uh, has really expensive ingredients. You know, ceremonial magic. It requires very specific and stuff, and it's really all really a whole expensive. Lot of religion involved yeah. in that. Well, I see. Like, I see a lot of uh, hoodoo will borrow from the Keys of Solomon. But if you actually go to the Keys of Solomon, some of those things had to be made with gold thread on a lead uh, background or something like that, or silver thread. It's like really expensive fucking ingredients. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tibetan silk woven with fucking gold, you know, thread and shit like that. And it's like, uh, none of the hoodoo people are, are doing it that way, and it still fucking works. It's the same symbol. They're not doing it with all the expensive stuff, you know. They're a lot of times, you know, in uh, from some of the hoodoo I see, it, they're they're doing it on a photocopier and sticking that symbol in a fucking mojo bag, and it still tends to work for them. So, uh, I guess you didn't need all that expensive shit, huh? <laughs> Well, you know, and, and I mean, and going back to that, and, and going back to that is, you know, um, like when when it comes to the work, you know, another thing that you know that I hear a lot of, and again, you know, everybody has to work out their own salvation. I don't give a shit, whatever, you know. But but. Um, um, I hear, you know, a lot of people, they say that um, it's all about your intention. You know, like what you like, you know, like, I don't know, like you if you take, if that. you, if you take a candle and you stare at it hard enough, yeah. you know, then it's, and you know, like we don't, we simply don't believe that because, you know, because everything has a spirit and it's mm-hmm. all about, you know, it's all about the relationship with those spirits and also the you know and when i talk about spirits i'm not just talking about i'm not just talking about ancestors you know or you know or other spirits but i'm talking about like the spirit of the root and 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 those sorts of things like it's about having relationship with you know with with those spirits and putting them together you know kind of like you know like when you were a kid if you ever had a chemistry set and you know you had to put like you know a little you know, baby spoon of this and a little thing yeah. of that in order to, yeah. you know, in order to, to make... Blow up in your right. Um, you know, but, like, it, it, pe- people, like, I've heard, I've heard said that, um, you know, like, the, uh, like, the, 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 the roots and, and such, you know, that go into, you know, into that work that's only used to focus the intention. You know, well, I mean, I don't need to have a, a leaf in front of me to, to focus my intention, but it's about taking those combinations and putting them together to overcome a condition. 
That's what it's about, overcoming a condition. And if you can He's talking about overcome right. overcome a, uh, a condition, you know, it's it's more than just intent yeah. that goes into sure you know like you know i can i can i can intend i can i'll just give you let me give you this example i can intend to you know make myself a cheeseburger because mm -hmm. i'm hungry but if i don't get my ass up <laughs> off of the damn couch and get yeah. the meat yes and the frying pan and put it into you know into the, the pan on the fire and cook it then guess what my intention ain't done shit yeah like yeah. an analogy that michael likes to use that i can intend not to fall off this cliff that i'm about to walk off of but and you'll I, still, still die fall. Yeah. yeah nature doesn't give a fuck about your intentions yeah nature has laws <laughs> yeah. they're not the threefold law or any of that other shit <laughs> there's fucking natural laws well, one of the things, that, one of those natural laws that I, I see, you know, in all traditions is, uh, you know, I, I think I coined it in uh, on YouTube as, when you banish, you must invoke. If you remove something from nature, you have a certain amount of time to replace that, put something in that hole, or nature will refill that. And I find that constantly, like when I'm working with clients, so it's like, oh yeah, I went and saw this other worker, and they removed this curse, and a couple of weeks came back. It's like, well... So did that worker have you put anything in there? Or did they put anything in there? I think, I don't know if it's ignorance or if some workers actually know that and they know that they're gonna get that client on the hook every couple weeks for another fucking cleansing. It's like, you can't just take something away without putting something back or nature's just gonna put back what was already there. Well, I mean, and that's just like, you know, it's just like, you know, in, 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 in Conjure, um, uh, as well as as in voodoo, you know, if if something is given, something is taken. If something is mm -hmm. taken, something is given. Like that's an old ass rule. That's an old ass rule in witchcraft. For everything that is taken, something must be given. Mm -hmm. That came straight from from Aradia in the Gospel of Aradia, or Gospel of Aradia. Um, yeah, and you know, I I find that with most of my work. I just remember a bunch of old shit that nobody remembers anymore. I'm not that wise. I'm not that fucking brilliant. I have a long-term memory with regard to magic of all kinds. And everybody knew that. Everybody knew that back in the day. And people don't mm -hmm. know that now. <laughs> yeah. Everything that, For everything that's taken, yeah. something must be given. I mean, we always come across all these newer groups that talk about how... You're talking about the children? They, yeah, the, the, the baby babies, witches. Yeah, <laughs> like, all that matters is your intent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and then also uh, side by side with that is like, do whatever you feel. Yeah. And I always argue, it's, like, it's not do whatever you feel. You need to be educated. But after like 40 years of doing this, when I go, <coughs> when I go to my kid to whip up a recipe, it is whatever I feel. But that's because I've, I've followed the recipe for 40 fucking years. <laughs> right. Hey, Mojo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sometimes you just got <laughs> Put a little pizzazz on the recipe. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you want to, like, you know, change it up just a little bit. Exactly. You got to spice it up. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know anything about, um, like, what which particular plants, you know, grow in uh, Africa and the Congo. Like, would you say there were a lot of substitutions that had to happen when they the, were coming there, in? There the were quite a few. Um <coughs> That had to happen, but the thing is, is that like every root and every tree 
has a they have a uh, those spirits have a disposition mm -hmm. of you know they're better at this kind of job than they are at that kind of job and yeah. you know and back at that time when you know like those things were completely unfamiliar then you know there's always more than one um, of the same root you know or herb or whatever that has a similar disposition there's always more than one and so those mm -hmm. things had to be found out mm -hmm. um, in order for you know not only the work to be effective but also you know gaining a almost a, a new knowledge of you know what else you know may uh, get the job done mm -hmm. because you know again like I said more than one you know one uh, uh, root or, or herb will have you know a similar disposition mm -hmm. um, and you know honestly it just depends on you know what it is that you're doing at the time because the one thing that you know folks need to remember in particular um, I found the Millennials um, have to remember is that you know back in the day there wasn't no you know uh, uh, Michaels and Joann's and Amazon you know to go on to oh I have to have this specific ingredient mm -hmm. you know what they had was what was around them right. and finding finding something which of course was one of those things that you know had to be tested mm -hmm. you know to see if it actually you know did what it you know what it was supposed to do um, <clears throat> they didn't have access to you know to, to any of that mm -hmm. and you know like people today have it so much easier than than, than it used to be mm -hmm. you know like I mean like even like even us you know like like back in the day like everything was mail order mm -hmm. you know if you know if, if there was something it was it was all mail mm -hmm. order mm -hmm. um, you know because the, the internet didn't exist you know cell phones didn't exist you, Google was not you know even <laughs> you know a yeah. thought in his daddy's mind yeah. you know and you know so it's it, it's about again taking the things that are around you and learning what they are learning what is their disposition what do they do mm -hmm. you know learning all of those things because all of those things together what do they add up to they add up to effective work you know and you know um, along the same lines of that is you know there's so many folks that like they they think that it's a one-and-done thing you know, and, you know, anybody who knows me has heard me say this probably like a million times is that, you know, they call it spiritual work for a reason. It's not spiritual easy. Because if it was, then, you know, everybody would be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, you know, certain plants that have a, a heating nature about them and the plants that have a cooling nature about mm -hmm. them and... You know all, all that kind of stuff absolutely there's there's you know there's you know what we call like hot roots and then there's there's cool roots mm -hmm. and you know and there's commanding roots there's yeah. all kinds of you know uh, of different things yeah and you know again it, it boils down to you know to, to learning you know to learning those things and you know it comes down to understanding them and you know once that learning and understanding is is present 
then you know then it makes it easier to you know to begin and to uh, do that work effectively what's your top five favorite plants or roots my number one use? number one hands down is Solomon seal okay. which uh, which is commanding which is a commanding root mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it um, Solomon seal to me is kind of like the general in the army does that grow here um, Solomon seal yeah I've never seen it here okay I know it like grows um, in the redwoods and shit in yeah I've 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 never seen it here um, you know things like uh, uh, devil shoestring and stuff does grow here um but uh so solomon seal would be number one number two would be pepper and that can be you know red pepper white pepper or black pepper don't matter Mm -hmm. um i love pepper because pepper can do a couple of different things number one it can take a work and it can you know basically light a fire on it um, but number two, you know, pepper can also be used in uh, uh, what we would call like trick work, um, which would be like, you know, uh, I guess what people would call like, uh, you know, they may call them hexes or, or whatever. Um, you know, what we would call it would be trick work because like in, in conjure, like you don't really hear nowadays it's much more common because of you know the children um you don't really hear the word spells um you know it's it's uh you we use like the term trick Mm -hmm. and where that comes from is tricking the master you know so you know so they could get done what needed to get done it wasn't about you know a curse here or a hex that it was about you know tricking them specifically um and so, you know, like, um, so you, you, a lot of the old school uh, workers, mm-hmm. you, you won't really hear the, you know, the, the term used, um, uh, the term spells used. Because that's, as far as this work goes, you know, like, that's not really where it came from. Um, so... So there's that. Um, number three um, is uh, high john root. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, high john root is uh, what I call the wrecking ball. Um, because what high john root does is basically it goes in front of you like a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, destroys walls and things that, that are in the way, you know, of that particular path. I love high john root. Um, and I will tell you this, like, when it comes to high john, um, one of the things that you should not ever do is cut a high john root. Because you want it to be in that, you know, in that, uh, that ball shape. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, that's, you know, that's what it does. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people who do cut them. Yes, you know, of course. Um, and you know that's what they do. Um, I personally will not um, do that because, to me, it takes away from the actual job that it does. 
You know, it's like taking a, a wrecking ball and cutting it down and shaving it down mm-hmm. to where it's, you know, there's nothing left almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, number four would probably be uh, basil. Um, basil is wonderful, 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 wonderful for cleansing work. Um, baths with uh, with uh, with uh, basil um, are absolutely wonderful with fresh basil. Um, and you know, it's a good uh, how you say maintainer um, of cleansing when it comes to. You know, like week in and, you know, week out, you know, um, it's a very, very good thing for that. And probably number five. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, would be limes. And the reason that uh, it would be limes is because... You know, and a lot of people don't know this, so pay attention. <laughs> um, with limes, limes are beautiful, beautiful for cutting work. If somebody's doing work on you or whatever, limes are wonderful for breaking through that and cutting it away. Which is why, like, you know, during certain things, like in voodoo, for example, you know, during certain things that happen, you, you can't have any limes. You can't eat, you know, limes or have lime juice or limes or lemons, um, you know, um, at all um, because they they tend to cut work. So you would put lemons in that same category? Yeah, lemon and lime. Yeah, primarily lime, but lemon as well. So with that then would, you know, if we were combating some voodoo work, wouldn't lime be a good go-to? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, lime would be a good. Uh, is, is, I always say that it's like you know, there's some traditions you can't have salt anywhere near the altar. It's like, okay, so salt that's, that's, is what you use against their type of magic. That, well, they have a that, taboo. With that's it. that's true because you know, with with salt, um, with salt is something that sends away the dead. Mm. So if it's you know, if that work. Um, you know, is involving like a, a, a muerto or, you know, a, a dead uh, um, spirit. Salt is wonderful for that because um, it will, it'll send away the dead. Um, so that's why, like, when it comes to, like, you know, ancestor work and such, like, um, it's one of the things that's in my book. Whenever you cook for your ancestors and you eat with them, you never put salt in the food. 
um, because salt's... It's Cat Williams' World War Three Tour. Because it's a new world out there. Get ready for Cat Williams. I'm finna buy me a self-driving car. I'm gonna be in the backseat. You pull me over, I don't know what to tell you. Talk to the driver. The king of underground comedy is back. Talk to the driver, officer. I'm sorry, I'm here in the backseat reading the Bible. As you can see, I'm naked with a little pit bull puppy. He's in his seatbelt. February 18th in the Lakefront Arena. Get tickets at the box office and Ticketmaster.com. Just call yourself the master of mechanics. I think I will. But what if no one knew just how good you were at fixing cars because they couldn't find your business online? That would be tragic. Very tragic. Luckily, with help from Cox Business Internet and Voice Solutions, you can do more than accomplish everyday tasks. You can connect your craft to your customers and share your engine expertise with the world. Get 50 megs of internet and IP-centric select for only $74 per month with a one-year term agreement. Visit coxbusiness.com for details. All services subject to Cox Business General Terms. Away the dead, so you're kind of working against yourself as opposed to, you know, uh, honoring uh, and elevating those ancestors because it's like you know, somebody putting something in front of you to eat that you're allergic to that you can't have. Mm. Um, so you know, it's really you know, one of those things that, and you know, people will say, Oh my god, salt is a neutralizer. Yep, it sure is. It, it absolutely is a you know a, a neutralizer, but salt is not a fix-all for everything. You know, a lot of folks seem to think that it is, but it absolutely is not. Like if somebody was, if I was doing work on somebody and their their whole defense was salt, I could get through that work in less than two seconds. You know, so like because again, you know, like a lot of folks. A lot of folks, they, they, that's their that's their go-to. Yeah. Like when they do, you know, cleansing baths or whatever, it's it's salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. salt is fine as one of the things that go into a cleansing bath, but that's you know the most basic ass cleansing bath that that, that you can do. And it mm-hmm. and, and and if it's something that's heavier that's going on, salt will not do the trick. When uh, in Italian witchcraft, it's. Um it's used against spirits, so you don't have it on the altar. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And in Ireland, uh, it's offensive to the fae, which are, you know, kind of spirits. So uh, that comes up. But I, I always, like, look at that. It's like the one thing that, that they shy away from in that tradition is a weapon against the, the magic of that tradition. So, so. Limes, thank you. Just mm-hmm. in case, you know, I ever piss off some voodoo person or something. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, Orleans, but it's, it's not even just yeah. voodoo that, that, yeah. that uh, limes will work on. It, like, it, it can be anything because what it does is it just simply breaks the work. Mm-hmm. Get your booty hole off me. <laughs> um, so, Moise here is a, not only, you know, an expert in all of these things we're talking about, but uh, Haitian voodoo. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's one of the only people that I know that actually goes to fucking Haiti. Um, so how do you spell voodoo? V-O-D-O-U. Okay. Yeah. But I've actually been meaning to ask you, I can't believe I didn't ask you this before, but what would you say the difference is between Haitian voodoo and New Orleans voodoo? That's where I was, that was the next question, yeah. That's certainly a loaded question. <laughs> oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... In in Haitian voodoo, Haitian voodoo is very traditional and very orthodox in a lot of of what goes on. 
in New Orleans voodoo, and it depends on what you define as New Orleans voodoo. Um, like, you know, when you come, you know, and you come to New Orleans and you go to, you know, one of these places, uh, like in, you know, in the quarter or whatever, um, and people tell you that they, quote, practice New Orleans voodoo, it's nothing more than like this mishmash of all of these traditions that they just kind of threw together. Um, real, in, in my professional opinion... Huh which matters, by the way. <laughs> um, real New Orleans voodoo, you're not going to find unless you go onto the plantations because that's where it really existed and still does to this day. Um, my godbrother, uh, my godbrother was uh, born and raised um, in uh, New Orleans voodoo. Um, what, what he tends to call it to differentiate um, is uh, plantation voodoo because when people hear nowadays New Orleans voodoo like they you know they think of you know uh, like some random ass you know thing that they saw on TV or read in a book mm -hmm. um, but um, but he was he was born and raised on a plantation in uh, St. Francisville and they have more of a grasp on on voodoo and adhere more to the traditions, you know, of voodoo. And people are like, well, I'm not traditionalist and I don't do it. Well, that's good for you, but that ain't how this works. You know, I will tell you point blank that I am a traditionalist. And the reason why I'm a traditionalist is because I think that these traditions were formed and made by the spirit for a reason. I think that when someone gets into a tradition, and I don't care what tradition it is, it can be some, uh, you know, form of witchcraft, it can be, you know, voodoo, it can be Buddhism, it can be anything, whatever, you know, it is that the, the, the tradition is supposed to mold you. You're not supposed to mold the tradition around you and what your feelings are. And, you know, if your feelings are that you can't do this or you can't do that in the tradition, then don't get involved in it. Well, I, mean, I have to go. You know, it's just the, the first time that we had you on the show was the show about gay Poleros. Yeah. And that allegedly is part of the tradition that there's no gay Poleros. That's a crock of shit, too. <laughs> so there's that. Know you know, sometimes, know the, sometimes part, portions of the tradition are molded by crocks of shit, too. <laughs> well, yes. Well, but the thing about that is, is that, you know, like with that particular that particular issue that that was never something that was addressed by you know the Inkisi, the Impungos um, whichever um, it was never addressed by you know by any of them because they because they knew better and you know the one thing that they that they forgot which I think was forgotten intentionally is that when it comes to any of these traditions they are led by what? They are led by those spirits. And so it was forgotten because they were afraid that the spirits were going to say something opposite that they were trying to portray or something that, you know, that they were trying to, uh, you know, to uh, uh, make and to, to force and change. You know, I've said many times, you know, when it comes to when it comes to that, if, you know, you 
uh, say that, you know, like... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. A gay person, you know, uh, can't be a paleto because it's against tradition. Then, you know, why don't you go ask that in Pungo why they said yes um, to uh, uh, my uh, my rayado whenever I got scratched. Um, <clears throat> because if the spirit says something, then who are you to deny the spirit of that? Yeah. Well, I often say that. It's like, that's that's human shit. That's human in, humans imposing their shit on spirits. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, in, you know, at least in Paulo, the humans don't get to decide. The spirits decide, and you don't, you don't get to argue. Yeah, yeah. So it, well, that seems name? like the same in all the ATRs that, you know, I've, I've, you know, been privy to know anything about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the spirits make the decision, and the priest and priestess are there to perform a ceremony and go along with whatever the divination says. Correct. Yeah. And then, you know, you have people that'll be like, well, you know, what if they, you know, did the divination, but they read it wrong? And that's not what it says and blah, blah, blah. Then have somebody else do the damn divination. I don't yeah. care. It doesn't matter. You know, and, and and that's the thing is that, like, you know, people like to, some people, I should say, like to, you know, try to make these changes and such so they can essentially lord themselves, you know, over other people, which, you know, again, is a crock of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that's not at all like, you know, how these things, you know, were ever meant to work. Um, and so, like, you know, for people to to say stuff like that um, and even to this day, it, the funny part is, is that like with the Apollo thing, it's still like this big giant to do and this big argument back and forth. Well, if the people who are saying that gay people can't be a Apollo and now they're still having this huge argument with this whole you know, with, with the the the, uh, the entirety of the of the Apollo community, how right were they in the beginning? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're having to now fight for, you know, for this to be a thing, and it will never be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think is hilarious. Whereas, like in the tradition, when the spirit says something, then you do it. Like in the voodoo, like we do things the same way every single time, mm-hmm. every time. And it doesn't matter if you go to a ceremony in Port-au-Prince or Jacques Mel or, you know, up in the mountains. It's going to be the same way every single time. Because we have um, in the tradition what's called reglima. 
Reglement is the order of things. It's the order of the ceremony. It's the order of how things, you know, are done. And so, because of that, like, there's no issue. So, like, I can go to someone else's house to, you know, one of their ceremonies, and, and I'll sit down there, and, you know, I know exactly what's going on, why it's going on, and then if they, you know, um, if they call me to, you know, to do whatever, you know, whether that's, you know, to, you know, to salute a loa or, or whatever it may be, I already know what to do because it doesn't change. Mm -hmm. It's there, always has been, always will be, you know, and that's why I say that, you know, it is the tradition that is supposed to mold us, not the other way around. All right. So that's one elephant in the room. The other elephant in the room, I imagine, is going to have some of the same answers. But um, I, you're darker than me, but you're pretty white. I'm Middle Eastern. Middle <laughs> <Yeah>. Eastern. <laughs> so that doesn't come up either? Mm -hmm. You know, hoodoo, Apollo, voodoo. Nobody's ever come at you with that? With, <laughs> with me, I can, pro I can count on <coughs> one hand. I can count on one hand and not use all the fingers mm -hmm. um, of how many times that that has ever come up with me specifically. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot speak for other people because I don't know, frankly. It's probably because you're not on TikTok. Um, yeah, well, yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> like I could care less um, about that bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, but um, does it come up? Absolutely. But then we go right back to the beginning of this and that if the Spirit says something you don't have a say in it. Mm -hmm. Spirit said this. And, you know, and the other thing is that, like, if if that were the case, if that were the case, you know, like, how come it is that I can get on a plane right now and I can go to Haiti right now and when I get off of that plane, there'll be an entourage of people there at the airport to meet me there? Mm-hmm. There'll be, you know, like, I know everybody down there. And so, like, if that was, you know, such the case, then why are, are you know, are there, is there nothing being said, you know, down there when it comes to me? Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, like, you know, like one of the reasons why I go so much uh, to Haiti is because I have a family there. I have a house there, um, and, you know, like, one of the oaths that, you know, I took many, many years ago is that I would always make sure that, um, that I wasn't one of the ones, you know, who, you know, went down to get my initiation and then leave and then never come back because mm -hmm. that not only is a slap in the face to the Loa, but it's also a slap in the face to the people that's there that did all of that work that, you know, have the Loa running in their blood, literally. Because when you go down to Haiti, that's a whole other ball game. Mm -hmm. Voodoo here is great and it's wonderful and it's powerful. Down in Haiti, whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. When you get off the plane down there, you can feel the loa, like in the air, in the dirt, in the water, in everything. It's it's very, very, like, it's one of those things to where you, you have to really take a step back because I can tell you, um, 
it's not what uh, you know what what uh, people uh, would normally think <laughs> at all. How did you initially meet people there? Hmm. How did you initially meet the people that that you now know who are over there? I kept going. But, but like when you first went, I first um, well, I first went with um, with my godmother. Okay. Um, and um, godmother in Palo or voodoo. in Voodoo. Yeah. Um, I first went with. So you my, already had a godmother over here. Yes. Okay. Um, and um, she is um, at the time she was uh, uh, living in uh, Long Island, and um, she's uh, from uh, Petionville, uh, uh in Haiti, and um, and then so. Uh, I went down, you know, I went down with, with her. Um, I had already, you know, gone through um, some voodoo things here that you can do in the U.S. Um, you know, I'd gone through some stuff here, and then um, I had gone down there um, for Takanzo uh, uh, to, to um, initiate. And, you know, initiations are different um, in the way that, like, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of initiations that, you know, you have to start out as, like, uh, you know, I don't even know, like, a first degree and then a second degree and then a third degree. Well, in voodoo, it's different. The Loa decide. Mm. So... So you just, like, skip ahead. And that's exactly... Loire. And, and that's, right. that's exactly what happened with me. Uh, okay. You know, I, I wasn't intending, you know, on that at all. But that's, you know, that's what happened. And when they speak, you listen. Huh. Um, so, you know, I had I had gone down there, and um, I was there for uh, right about three weeks or so. Hmm. Um, the initiation in voodoo down in Haiti um, takes about nine days, between nine and ten, depending. Um, it's very, very long. And it's the hardest thing that I've ever done in my entire life. Mm. Like, I'll tell you that point blank. Like, mm. there's nothing that I've ever gone through before that was more difficult than that. Um, but I thank God for that. Uh, but, um, you know, and then, you know, after that was done and, you know, I came back and, you know, did stuff that, you know, that I needed to do here. Um, then I went, you know, I, I you know, I would you know, start going back down there and back down there. I'll go back down there for like ceremonies and, you know, and, and all that stuff because in voodoo, it's a very hands-on thing. Like that's mm -hmm. how you learn. Yeah. I could tell you philosophy, you know, of voodoo and, you know, all the book shit all day long, but that's, you're not going to learn it that way. You learn it by doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I made it a point I made it a Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Point that, you know, I was going to do everything in my power to, you know, to learn and such. And so that's exactly what I did. So, you know, I'm typically, you know, go down, I don't know, like, um, I usually go down anywhere between one and three times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, just depending on, you know, what's going on, what's needed, um, you know, what ceremonies we may be doing, um, for what's, you know, for, you know, whichever, uh, Lawa, um, for like, you know, any of their feast days and, you know, all that stuff. Um, so you learned Creole as you went there more? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and here. Um, I, um, I had a, um, uh, a friend who that was here who moved away. Um, this was, oh God, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe seven years ago or whatever. Um, but I had a friend here who was um, who was Haitian um, that uh, that I would meet with um, once a week um, to, to here in New Orleans. Here in New Orleans, yeah, to uh, to learn Creole. Um, and then you know he moved away, but that didn't stop me from you know from learning because one of the things that you have to understand about Voodoo is that it's not done in English. Right. Right. You can't go down to Haiti and speak English and just, you know, expect right. because of your American privilege right. that people are going to understand right. you because they're going to look at you like you got four heads. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, on that in that vein, I, I do speak a little bit of French. Um, mm-hmm. Is it still kind of taboo, like to only speak French if you don't know any Creole, or will they kind of understand? Well, it they'll understand. No, they'll understand. They, they'll understand um, some some French. Um, a lot of folks down in, in Haiti, um, though, they, they will kind of, they may or may not turn their nose up at you if you're speaking <laughs> French to them. Okay. Yeah. But um, is, is it better than English? Like, in, in yes. Comparison, Anything is, is better than it's English. better than English. Okay. <laughs> Anything is better than, than yeah, than, than English, um, when it comes to, uh, being down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is that, like, you know, you have to understand, like, there's things that you have to do and work that you have to do, you know, because it's not like, and I hate, loathe, and despise the American mindset, which is, you know, hand me everything on a silver platter Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Bullshit. Um, Because they're not going to do that Mm -hmm. at all. Even in Europe, like, I would see the Americans there and I would just, like, cringe and Mm -hmm. be, I mean... At least I would try to speak the language, like whether I was in Spain or France or Italy or, you know, wherever. And people were, weren't that bad because I was at least trying to speak their language. But it, the Americans who just speak English and expect everybody to know, it was just embarrassing. Well, it is. It, it's a thing. And, and 
you know, like if you go down there, they're, they're just going to be, they're just going to, you know, like you're going to get the side eye a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> so are you a priest in voodoo? I am. What's that called? Um, Ungan. Yeah, that's it. H-O-U-G-A-N. I'm a high priest in voodoo, which the, the technical is. term would be, uh, I'm an Ugan Asogwi. Mm-hmm. Because there's two different types of, uh, well, actually, there's three. Um, one you only get from the mountains, which is, that's a little bit different. Even though it's the same, it's it's a little bit different. But um, with uh, the what's called the Asan uh, lineage, um, you have the uh, the Ugan or Mambo Asogwe, which is the high priest or the high priestess. And then you have um, what's called uh, Ugan or Mambo Supreme, uh, which is kind of like a, for lack of a better term, like a, a junior priest or junior priestess. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I I'm uh, an Asogwe. Uh-huh. So like you know I can, you know have, you know I can have my my own house, run my own ceremonies. Do all of that, you know, all of that stuff. Um, so if somebody over here is, uh, expresses some sort of interest in it, um, do you always, like if it's somebody that, you know, you're going to take seriously, do they always have, you take them to Haiti? Absolutely. Every time? If, if, if they, if they want to, to, if they, if they need to conzo or whatever, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I do not do consoles in the U.S. You don't. You just don't. Okay. Like, first of all, half of the stuff that's needed for a conzo you can't even get here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all... is a... Conzo initi- is, a, is initiation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but half of the stuff that you even need for a conzo you can't get here. Um, number two, the ceremonies that go on like some of them are 24/7 like they don't stop mm-hmm. so you know um, that becomes a challenge mm-hmm. um, you know even like people that like, may have basements or whatever mm-hmm. but also like you know the other thing is is you know with in a in a conzo there's a lot of sacrifice involved mm-hmm. let's take a break cuz i want to talk specifically about that somebody needs to pee or something all right all right we'll be back
Flickering the shadows fall across my eyes, across the walls. Time engulfs me once more. I'm in the place and I'm enthralled. The mist that creeps, the hound that howls, the lightning illuminates the towers. Is it only I can see the beauty of the beast? Your magic never ceased. With quickening pulse, what lies behind the door? A curious step retreats once more. The creature with a darkened soul. The story of the damned unfolds. Bella Boris, Basilon, Larry Vincent, now all gone. Looming pallid on the screen, the beauty of the beast. Your magic never ceased. And now. Though a curtain has been drawn, you go on forever as We're uh, in the midst of our talk with uh, Hoodoo Semuis, and we're just going to pretend like we didn't just talk about this shit off the air, um, but we're talking about sacrifice in, uh, you know, in voodoo and the other traditions you're involved in. So let's hear what you had to say. It's like, what is the purpose of animal sacrifice? Let's be specific. Animal sacrifice in your traditions. Well, that's always a, a very taboo subject. Mm-hmm. That's um, why we're talking about Al Witterson's. Which, you know what? I think I'm going to actually do an entire class on, on animal sacrifice. You should. Yeah. Do it at Hexfest. <coughs> you still haven't put in what your classes are going to be, I right? have not. I might. You probably get so many people in that workshop. Um, yeah. I may very well just do that. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to sacrifice, first and foremost, sacrifice has been going on for many thousands of years yeah even still to this day when it comes to animal sacrifices like in the voodoo specifically because i'm a priest in that tradition so i can tell you um when it comes down to animal sacrifice in the voodoo you have 
Well, let me back up just a second. Voodoo is, number one, not, and I say this again, it is not a solitary practice. It has never been and it never will be. But the purpose of, one of the purposes of sacrifice, um, when you go to a ceremony in the voodoo, you go to a ceremony to do, number one, um, to commune with the Loa who come down and visit. Number two, to feed the Loa. And number three, to feed the people. Because, you know, people will come to ceremonies because they're they're hungry right and you know like for you know so the the blood of the sacrifice belongs to the spirit the body of the sacrifice belongs to the people because that's how they eat so you're eating the sacrifice yes yeah because uh you know a ceremony in voodoo is is also you know it's also called a fet a fet is a party yeah and so, you know, for a party, like, you know, if you don't have, like, you know, food and stuff like that, like, well, first of all, like, that's rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, but in this case, you know, like, you'll have people who will come to the ceremony because, you know, because they're hungry and they want, they yeah. want to eat. And Vo- fat can also be translated as feast, mm-hmm. which implies food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has, it has. There's several different meanings that, that um, can be used for it, um, and so um, when it comes to you know the sacrifice, you know, understand this that you know, like down in Haiti, there's there there's not a damn grocery store on every single corner for you know uh, people who are so against animal sacrifice. Yeah. But they'll go to the damn grocery store and get their sacrifices gift wrap because that's right. all it is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, go on and get you some of that chicken over there. That's that's already <laughs> gift wrapped for you. Right. You know, and it's you know it's not it's not looked at you know um, in in a way that like specifically in uh, in America you know that it is because all of those things are needed. And the sacrifice is never wasted. Um, and for me, like the, the word sacrifice in, implies that it's something you're not necessarily comfortable with, and that's what makes it a sacrifice. Wait. If it's something that like isn't a big deal, and you're just going to do it like that. That's not really a sacrifice. Yeah, you know? it's like I've, I've often said that. It's like I don't like killing roosters. I, um, I don't like it either. But that's it's why a it's sacrifice. a sacrifice to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but even even in even in um, even in in the voodoo, like you, you don't really even hear that that term used a lot. Right. The term that you hear that's that's used is you know feeding the spirit or feeding the people. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but you know, if people have a problem with that, that's their problem to have mm-hmm. because that's just you know not the way. Just because, you know, you have the luxury of getting your sacrifices gift wrapped, yeah. you know, doesn't mean that everybody else does, mm-hmm. you know, and especially people that, you know, at least in, you know, in, in the in the U.S. who, you know, grew up around some sort of a farm or farming or whatever, you know exactly what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. um, you know, but um, but when it comes to when it comes to the sacrifice, 
um, that's done, those are the reasons why it's it's done. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, we still do them. Because the spirits need the blood, the life is in the blood. Yeah. Spirits eat the blood, the people eat the body, and the remains, you know, um, depending on which spirit and you know what may or may not be needed you know will go into something else like like the the, the goats for example the, the the skins from the goats may you know go to you know making new drums mm -hmm. you know some of the bones may go to you know making i don't know something else yeah. or whatever um you know so it, it's not it's not the thing that uh that people um, their, uh, how you say their perception of, you know, of things are, it's not, that's just not how it's, you know, not, not how it is. And, you know, I mean, they can learn all about voodoo, you know, by watching American horror story, if you want to, but that ain't <laughs> nothing but a crock of bullshit as well. Yeah. Well, that brings me to a question that I have. It's like, so in Palo, we've got Lucero. And uh, uh, Santeria, you got Eligua. Mm -hmm. And in all these traditions, like that's the gateway. You've got to go through that one first to talk to any of them. What, is there an equivalent in voodoo? Well, I was speaking before about what's called reglement or the order of things. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a... a uh, we do have what's called a gatekeeper, which, you know, his name is Legba. Um, but, and here's another thing I'm going to drop on you, because everybody's always like, oh, you know, Legba comes first. You know, Legba does not come first in a ceremony. The one who comes before Legba is called Grand Chimay. Grand Chimay is the great road. And so it is the road that connects from wherever the ceremony is to Guinea. Guinea is spiritual Africa. So we call Grand Chimen first, then we call Legba, you know, to you know to open uh, open you know those gates, you know, if if he sees fit to do so. Because sometimes the Lawa will say no. And they don't really have that equivalent. Um, in Palo or Ocha, as far as I know, no, just, I think it's always like Elegua or yeah, Lucero, yeah. but there's like something beyond that in Voodoo. But yeah. but in both of those traditions, there is a connection to you know the the crossroads, the the road opener. Mm -hmm. um, so I wonder if that's like related somehow. Well, that, that that may be, and that's you know that's another thing is that you know like. People always talk about, you know, Legba at the crossroads. Yes, Legba does reside at the crossroads. But does Legba own the crossroads? No. His brother does. Hmm. Um, and his brother's name is Kalfu. Um, he's the one who... Legba opens gates. His brother owns the crossroads. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so... You know, like that's another thing that, you know, folks, you know, get confused about um, just because of things that, you know, that may have been written or, um, you know, put on TV or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
It's like we love American Horror Story, but we don't expect it to be accurate about yeah. any of those traditions, including ours. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's you know. entertainment. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course it is. Like, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, but the, you know, like the way that they, uh, that they, that they, that they portrayed Legba on American Horror Story is, couldn't be farther from the truth. So you That's don't, not Legba at, at all. Not so even, doesn't even look like him. So you don't give Legba coke. No, he and he doesn't. He doesn't eat babies. He doesn't eat babies. And Legba does not wear a fucking top hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. And one. Legba doesn't speak in a Jamaican accent. <laughs> Legba doesn't have locks. Uh, like there's a whole lot of stuff that, like, and I'm like, where the hell did you come up with this? Mm. Because it's that's absolutely like the furthest thing from from the uh, from the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to when it comes to that. But, you know, again, people are going to they're going to do what they're going to do. And, you know, like I said, everybody has to work out their own salvation. So yeah. if that's what they want to believe that Legba is, then, you know, have at it, boo boo. Because well, it's for the longest time in, in, in witchcraft, it's like if you portrayed it inaccurately, there'd be all these organizations that jump up your shit the American Horror Story got a pass by everybody, it seems. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they, like everybody's was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but well, it was good. It was good. I mean, it's still my favorite American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'll, I'll admit accurate. that it was yeah. it was entertaining. It absolutely yeah. was. Yeah. But I mean, as far as it as far as it being like, you know, the the truth, no. Mm. You know, like uh, there was. A scene in one of the episodes where uh, uh, Marie Laveau um, was like calling zombies or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she was levitating or some. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. She was but if you look on the on the on the floor, she had a veve drawn out, and the the veve was uh, Maman Brigitte, um, uh, who is who was in the graveyard, but she's drawing the veve in chalk. We don't do that. What do you draw it in? Cornmeal. Cornmeal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may use, uh, sometimes, depending on who it is, um, it could be done, it'll be done in coffee. February 18th, in the Lakefront Arena, it's Kent Williams' World War Three Tour. I'm finna buy me a self-driving car. I'm gonna be in the back seat. You pull me over, I don't know what to tell you. Talk to the driver. Get tickets at the box office and Ticketmaster.com. You want to go. 
Yes, go travel, go explore, go find a new city, go reconnect with friends, go have fun. That's why we created OnGo, the trusted rapid COVID-19 self-test. OnGo gives you accurate COVID test results and peace of mind in just minutes. So anywhere you go, you know. You'll know if you're COVID-19 free and you'll know you're protecting loved ones. OnGo is readily available at letsongo.com, Amazon, Walgreens, or Walmart.com. Use promo code ONGO15 for 15% off at letsongo.com today. Sometimes it'll be done in gunpowder, mm-hmm. just depending on, you know, on, on who it is. And but do you light the gunpowder? Like Fula? No. No? Yeah, just like Fula. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but by and large, you know, 99% of veve that's done is done in cornmeal. And con- so they don't have like um, an equivalent to cascadilla, like the eggshell. Cascadilla? Yeah, they, they don't do that. No. Okay. Mm-mm. No, veve veve are done in in, uh, in cornmeal. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, contrary to you know popular opinion, when you're when you're when you're dropping a veve, you're not sitting down. Veve is done with you standing up, bent over, doing it, which is, let's just say it's painful, um, you know, uh, in the least. Well, also you're sprinkling rather than drawing. That sounds kind of complicated. You're drawing it through through your fingers, mm-hmm. and you're yeah, you're basically you're making the veve through, you know, through your fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know so. That's you know that's how that's done. Uh, when I saw that on on uh, American Horse, or I was like, why the fuck is she using chalk? <laughs> yeah. You know, but it just goes to show that you know whatever information that they may have gotten was bullshit. Yeah, and how yeah. they had him as like a, a spirit who did a lot of cocaine. The co- I, I asked stuff. him earlier. Right, the, so cocaine, so the, the, the cocaine, the cokehead baby yeah. eater. No, you don't give him coke. Yeah. You do the pate pemba, or do you do the babies in coke, sprinkle coke, mm-hmm. and then you whiff it up. No. <laughs> no. Oh my God! Yeah, that'd be a lot of coke. <laughs> it sure would be. So, so yeah. So with that, I mean, it's there's a whole lot of you know of foolishness. Um, and you know, and bullshit that goes around. I mean, I can tell you, probably ninety percent of what you'll find on the internet is bullshit. Yeah. Because voodoo is an oral tradition it's to this day. It still is an oral tradition. Um, you know, just like like I'll tell you, like when when I was learning, when when I was learning. Um, my godmother um, was in uh, lived in in Long Island, and I would have a question about something, some random thing, and I'd call her on the phone, and I would say, "Hey, ma, um, I have this question for you," and I would tell her the question, and she would always say the exact same thing. Oh, baby, I tell you next time I see you. (laughs) And so what I had to do, what I had to do was um, I had to um, fly to Long Island. I used to fly to Long Island like, I don't know, twice a month um, just to be able to learn. It was either Long Island or I had to go to Haiti. 
you know, one of the, so it was back and forth. And that's what people don't understand is that like, that's part of the sacrifices that, that we make, yeah. you know, because, and, and I didn't understand it at the time, but I do, you know, like I do get it now. I mean, it, it clicked. And that is, is that like, if you don't, if it doesn't cost you something or there's no, there's no like inherent value to it and somebody just hands it to you on, on a silver platter, then what is it really worth? Yeah. You know, it like there's there's uh, an example that that I always use, like when it comes to this. And that is like, let's say that, you know, I don't know, you go to Walmart and, you know, you find this purse that's there and it's 15 bucks. And so, you know, and it looks all nice and cute or whatever. So you buy this purse and then you have it. And then like three days later, you go and you get a, uh, a, a purse from like Versace or something like that, which is $2,000. Yeah. You know, let me ask you a question. Which one of those two things are you going to hold more value to? Right. You know, are you going to drag your Versace purse on the ground and just, you know, treat it like a piece of junk? Yeah. I think not. Yeah. I don't know many people that would say that they would. You know, but what are you going to do with that Walmart purse? Are you going to like, you know, drag it on the ground and, you know, do just whatever to it? Of course. Yeah. Having to pick between the two, that's what you're going to do. So, and, and, yeah, and, and that's how it works. Like the only sunglasses I've never lost are the expensive ones. <laughs> the cheap ones, uh, like well, if they're like gas station sunglasses, I'll lose them the next day. Well, you know, I, I, I respect that that's traditional, but... Um, in, in my vast years, there is no magical tradition on earth that that has worked for, oral traditions. It, it always fails. Somebody dies and doesn't pass on half their fucking knowledge. And shit gets lost all the time. That's, that's why witches started writing shit down. That's, it's like that's that, why the, that the, the book, that's why, that's why the, the book of shadows is called the book of shadows because before that everything was an oral tradition and that at a certain point people believed that they were the last of the witches alive from their, their lineage mm -hmm. and they started writing shit down. And so it was like, it was called the book of shadows to, to mark the dark period that our people came through to where we were no longer able to pass it, you know, mother to daughter, father to son, you know, oral tradition. It just it mm -hmm. didn't work anymore. So people started writing shit down. Um, just like so much gets lost in the yeah. attempt to um, uphold oral traditions. I respect that people are still trying. I just well, hope it's going to work for somebody. I mean, like, and, and, you know, I can, I absolutely can understand that point. Um, but I will say that, you know, as it stands now, like, um, as far as the voodoo goes, like, it, it's still, you know, working pretty well because, you know, there's always a system in, in place. Mm -hmm. Like, if such and such, you know, passes on, there's always, you know, someone that, that's, that's there. All, there always has been. Um, granted, you know, like... Um, in different voodoo houses they'll do some things differently reglement never changes um but like you know the way that someone may do this type of work or that type of work that may you know that that may change or like in some voodoo houses um you know they will synchronize uh this loa with that particular saint that another house will synchronize that loa with a different saint, which there's nothing wrong with, you know, with that at all, because 
reglement is still in place. And in voodoo, if you can, if you understand and know what the reglement is, then you're in you're in decent shape. Um, and you know, again, like there's there's always you know someone else um, to to go to, like um, you know, for example, like my uh, my marin, uh, which is basically it's she's not my she wasn't my godmother but she was uh she was my godmother for uh my uh baptism or baptism um and we used to talk you know all the time you know about all kinds of stuff and work and you know how to do this or that and um we're coming up on like the two year mark um when you know when she passed away and so, you know, so I'm like, I didn't have, you know, that source, yeah. but I have another source, you know, you know, that that's, that's there, um, you know, for, you know, for that reason. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like there's typically like, I mean, depending on the house or whatever, there's usually or should be, um, a system in place for it, but um, you know, it doesn't mean that there is or that there isn't. It just depends on, you know, again, you know, on the house. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, do you remember that show? I loved the show and I was so mad when they canceled it. Um, uh, Carnival. Um, yeah, it was yeah. that, it, it was that show that was on it, HBO about like the carnival that was going around and basically yeah. it was like, yeah. you know, good versus evil. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, one had these powers, you know, to... Um, fight this evil who had these powers and or whatever yeah. um, there was a line there was a line in that show that I'll never forget because it is very very applicable not just to 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 this but to a lot of other things and you know and what what they said was specifically is uh, every prophet in you know his house or in her house every pro- so in other words, Reglamon is universal. Within the confines of a societe or a house, they have what they may do and then what, you know, another house may do, like when it comes to like work, um, you know, spiritual work and, and that sort of thing. Um, but there's always, there's always a system in, you know, in place. Like I said before, like, you know, if, like if someone, you know, passes or, or whatever like there's there's a go-to mm-hmm. you know outside of that um and you know like the the go-to that that i have after uh my marin after she passed um is you know one of the uh closest people that i have down in haiti um he actually is the one that when i'm going down there to do a ceremony He'll, he he will he runs the ceremonies um you know he becomes the he's becomes the master of you know of the ceremonies and he you know makes sure that you know everything that has to be done is done and you know and then you know we uh and then you know we spend time together and and, and talk and you know all this stuff and and he you know will show me like this is how you know you would do this and this is how you would do that um but that's always present 
you know, and if, you know, God forbid, um, you know, something should, you know, sh something should happen to him, there's someone behind him that, um, you know, that, that uh, people in the uh, societe could, you know, could go to, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, they can come to me, they could, you know, they could, um, but there's someone else, you know, there, you know, that, that is in place for, you know, now. Because there's always a plan for, you know, for that. So, um, the thing with, the, like, the, the writing everything down and stuff like that, which absolutely, I, I agree, you know, does have its place. But the problem with that is, is that voodoo is filled with a lot of secrets that you cannot write down. Um, and so, like, to have something written down that could could potentially, because it's very protective over, you know, over those secrets. So to, you know, to have something written down that, you know, that could be, like, given to, you know, the masses or whatever that they should not know, you know, that, that becomes, you know, like uh, a, uh, a point of contention. Mm -hmm. Because... You know, like if you if you if you do that, basically, you know, you're you're giving away you're giving away secrets that have been guarded for, you know, thousands of years. And so they get nervous about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I know, like you know, in in Paulo, there's like a taboo for uh, for writing books. So there's very few fucking books. Mm -hmm. But I attribute a lot of the homophobia and misogyny within Paulo to that it's like the the people that have passed it down mm -hmm. are the people holding those beliefs and there's nobody you know none of the elders ever wrote anything down so these people are passing on what they believe the elders passed down um i, I don't know that there's not really an easy solution to these i just i just see problems well i mean i don't really think that that, that there is an easy solution to it i mean other than the fact of like when you get in any of these traditions you learn every single possible thing that you can, you know, and, you know, as you well know, you know, like being elders and stuff, like we still, to this day, you know, we are still learning, we're still perpetual students, you know, just because, just because like I'm an elder doesn't mean that I know everything and no one can say that, nobody. Um, who there's there's a, a a particular mambo who I absolutely adored. I loved her. We I used to go to ceremonies at her house in uh, Brooklyn, and uh, and we would sit down and uh, we would watch episodes of Bernie Mac. <laughs> and uh, uh, and she's you know she's very very well known still to this day. Um, but uh, her name was Mama Lola, mm -hmm. and um, and you know we would watch we would watch uh, episodes you know like of Bernie Mac, and we would just <clears throat> sit at the table and just talk. And like in moments like that, really is when you learn the most. Mm -hmm. But she said, she said, and. At the time, she was probably 70 or so. I think she was 70, somewhere mm -hmm. right around that. 
maybe 73. Um, but anyway, you know, she would, she would say that, that, you know, she's been around a long time, but she would say point blank. I don't, you know, I'm still learning. I know, I know a little bit, but you know, I'm still learning. That's the best elders. And, and she, (laughs) yeah, I mean, Lola was, she was up there in age, like, um, but you know, there was such a humility that was, that was there, which was, you know, always very like, I was in awe, you know, of that a lot, you know, and then like with like, you know, my godmother, um, the way, the way that I know as much as I do, um, because I'm not saying this to, you know, out of hubris or pride, but I know a lot. <laughs> um, Pride's okay around here. <laughs> um, you know, like from all those trips I had to take. And so, you know, like when I would go to her house, when I would go to her house in Long Island, I would go there and um, and then she'd be sitting at like the kitchen table or whatever with um, some of her friends, you know, some other, you know, mambos or ugans or whatever. And I would go there and she would look at Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Me, and she would say, go sit on the couch. Like, that's, that, that was it. I was like, what do you mean? I just flew all this damn white dirt. Go sit on the couch. And then, and then I kind of like, I got the message of what she was really saying is that go sit over there and listen mm-hmm. because you learn the the most like more than you would in a formal class of just sitting around and listening to elders talk i can't tell you how much shit that i learned just sitting on the couch you know i i hope voodoo doesn't die out under the millennials cuz that's oh one no! Thing they can't I can do. assure you, it wasn't. They, as they, long as as long as Haiti listen. is a place, yeah. it won't. They don't have Haitian millennials, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they still know what they they still know what the voodoo is. It's like and sitting they, and listening. That's not their strong point. <laughs> no, no, and that and that's the thing. But but you know, like down they all know mm-hmm. down there. They they all know. This is what you're gonna do. This is how it's gonna be. And, you know, this is how this goes on. You just sit down and you fucking listen. That's it. You know, and that's where you you actually learn, like, the most valuable and the most powerful things that you can learn. Because they, let me tell you something. When they get around the damn table and they be talking, they be talking all kind of shit. <laughs> like, I learned all kind of different works and, and shit like that. I'd just be there on the couch with my, 
little fucking, uh, 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 what do you call that? The, my composition uh, notebook thing. You allowed to take notes? And then uh, they didn't know. <laughs> I made sure that they couldn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I went I re recorded my Tata saying all this stuff because it was too much to take notes. And when he found out, he, he bade me to delete it. And I did. But God, it was, it was a wealth of shit wealth of shit so I just couldn't have written down that shit that fast it just kept talking and talking mm -hmm. and talking and talking so I just hit record on my fucking phone oh he yeah he was pissed off when he found out <laughs> yeah well you know like that's the thing is that like you know you have to you, listen like sometimes you, you you gotta be like innovative and you know um, you know you, you have to you know kind of like sometimes you just got to be sneaky I mean she knew exactly because it was her idea like that's what she would make me do yeah um, and that's the purpose why she made me do it yeah. um, but uh, you know like I, if I could encourage anybody you know with with this it, it would be to when you have elders sitting down at a table talking listen to what they say they can be fucking talking bullshit you want to go Yes, go travel, go explore, go find a new city, go reconnect with friends, go have fun. That's why we created OnGo, the trusted rapid COVID-19 self-test. OnGo gives you accurate COVID test results and peace of mind in just minutes. So anywhere you go, you know. You'll know if you're COVID-19 free and you'll know you're protecting loved ones. OnGo is readily available at letsongo.com, Amazon, Walgreens, or Walmart.com. Use promo code ONGO15 for 15% off at letsongo.com today. about anything it doesn't matter but there's going to be nuggets that's given that that are, are worth their weight in gold yeah and so like you know when it gets right down to that that's exactly what you need to do and then you will know a whole lot more than you would if as if uh, someone was uh, uh, in front of you like just simply teaching a class yeah Keep rolling. I'm going to grab a beer. You need a drink? You good? No, I'm good. All right. So. I missed a part of this conversation. Oh, which was uh, basically the part of the conversation was like, you know, like how, how I know as much as I do when it comes to the voodoo. And, you know, which, you know, again, you know, part of the sacrifice was, you know, having to you know, to fly to Long Island twice a month or, or, or go to Haiti, and I would go, and uh, my godmother would be sitting around the table with uh, other Ugana Mambu, and then when I went to go, you know, over there, she made me go sit on the couch. Wow. That's what she would do, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I was a little offended by that. Um, so, you know, I sat on the couch, and I ear-hustled. Yeah. And so the whole point of that it, it was, you know... That ear hustling and such, you get nuggets of knowledge and wisdom that you won't get in front of a class, you know, and how to do, you know, these things or these things or whatever, like you, you don't get that. So the point of all that was, is that like, if there are elders that are like sitting at a table or whatever, just, you know, shooting the shit or talking, sit down and listen because right. there's always going to be right. nuggets dropped. Do they still have you sit on the couch? No. Or are you, you past that point? Mm-hmm. So, which which were you initiated into first? Was it Apollo or Voodoo? Voodoo. Okay. 
Voodoo was first, Paula was second. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you get your Paula initiation in, in New Orleans, or did you? No, get the my Paula, my Paula, uh, and my Rayado was done in Miami. Okay. Um, my padrino, um, who at the time was, uh, he had been a Tata for like 41 years. He was like, I don't know, 73 years old whenever I got scratched. Mm -hmm. <coughs> but, um, um, but, uh, that was all done in Miami. Okay. Cause that's another thing. It's like so much easier to do a Riotto here mm -hmm. than like to, to even attempt to do a Conzo. Like it's impossible because there's certain things that you just don't have here. You can't get here. Right. You know, and people like to, like, they like to quote do Conzos and stuff, um, in Miami and, uh, some in New York. Which is bullshit because, you know, like one of the things that's needed for a Conzo is something that in order to have, it's basically like, you know, at a minimum, probably 20, 25 year investment um, because there is a specific tree that, you know, all these ceremonies are done over for years that. Um, What's a Conzo? Initiation. For which? Voodoo. Voodoo, okay. Yeah. So what, you need to grow the tree? And and continue to do all the ceremonies until the tree... Wow. You know, and, until the tree... You're you not going to tell us what the tree is? Huh? You're not gonna, can you tell us what the tree is? Well, you already know what it is. I know, but can you tell um, them? <laughs> no, I cannot tell them. Okay. You, you, and that, that tree grows here. That, that tree does grow yeah, here. Yeah, we still need to get that um, tree. Because I had one in my backyard. Huh. Um... But, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it's the same tree, which That's is also very interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. Mm -hmm. We also found out it's possible to grow the frankincense tree here. Oh, really? You looked it up. Oh, yeah. I did? Yeah. Oh, okay. And dragon's blood. <laughs> it could grow, you know, maybe. Yeah. We have uh, the rogue, uh, Abre Camino. Abre doing pretty good, here. yeah. We, yeah, I'm looking at we, it now. We could not grow it in Los Angeles. No way. We tried. Oh, it'll grow here for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it grows it should, here. Yeah. I think it wants the humidity. I think it was too dry where we were. Mm -hmm. It. We tried, and we we could not get that thing to live. And here, it's not really. Yeah, human places, human place, humid <laughs> places, um, are very good for uh, Aubrey Camino. Yeah. Um, to uh, to grow why I have no idea but I have a, one of my students managed to do it in a, a greenhouse with the hydroponics in Oregon and he seemed to be able to trans or transport it outside he has it growing outside now I've seen pictures so. maybe I don't know because they get a lot of fucking rain maybe I don't know yeah. if Oregon's more humid I mean they do what. have a lot of rain they do but so. it, it's cold as fuck there mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. probably got to bring it in at, in the know, winter time shit night, yeah. uh huh yeah. I went to Oregon one time uh, during the winter months, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and, of course, it started snowing, and I was like, hell no. Yeah. I'm not messing with y'all on that. Mm -mm. Well, I think the last, last year or so, it's like, it used to be Oregon it rained every day. 
but not now with the droughts and shit they got. They had a there. serious climate change is serious this, this last year. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fires. Yeah. Where it used to be Oregon rained too much to, you know, support fires. Mm-hmm. Right. Shit One thing changing. we don't have to worry about yeah. here from California. No. California, you're like always worried about the fires, yeah. you know, during fire season and oh, yeah, no, earthquakes. Um, we don't have that problem here. No. We just well, have hurricanes. Well, you know, you know um, was it Terrebonne Parish? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it uh, wants to do fracking. I saw it on a bumper oh, really? sticker. And we, we will get earthquakes if they frack. So that, that's yeah. the rest of the country. Wherever there's fracking, now they have fucking earthquakes. So uh, mm-hmm. enjoy it while you can, basically. Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. I'm more worried about fires than earthquakes, but yeah. still. So how hard is it to get a reading with Hudo Semmelweis? It's Our really not that difficult. That. You can go onto my website. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, hoodoosemoes.com, and you can, um, and you can book it right there. Mm-hmm. So if somebody doesn't live here, you can still do it. Yeah, um, I'll do it. I'll okay. do it uh, by phone. I mean, I have okay. clients all around the world, so yeah. that's mm-hmm. not that's not really a thing. Yeah. Um, I can, you know, um, if they're usually like my uh, my my clients that are out of the country, I use WhatsApp um, for the reading. Um, I do not do, uh, what the hell do they call that shit? FaceTime and I don't do all that. Yeah. So I just, just audio. Don't. Yes, it's just me. Yeah. It's no me Skype. and them. on. No, I don't do all that because, yeah. uh, no. I'm just not, like, first of all, like, you know, like holding a phone up in front of your damn face while you're trying to do a reading is a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. number two, I ain't got no time for all that shit. So you want the damn reading, then we're going to do the damn reading. I don't care if there's a picture of me or uh, uh, or whatever. We're going to do it on the phone. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. Like, that's just how mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but again, you know, I will be um, in Salem from the 26th uh, to the 30th. You're doing readings there, um, right? Oh, yeah, I'll be doing readings yeah. there. Um Usually when I go to Salem, um, I'll take a day and um, at the uh, the Hawthorne Hotel, um, which is kind of like in the, the dead center of, uh, of Salem. I saw some pictures. Um, yeah, they have a uh, this uh, kind of like a restaurant type of thing called Tavern on the Green, which uh-huh. I enjoy. Um, because uh, they they have uh, good like seafood chowder and stuff like that, which I like. And so I'll go and I'll sit at I'll get a, uh, sit at one of the tables and then you know and then I have uh, folks come in um, and and they're always really nice to me about that. The people that uh, that work there, um, I'll go sit at the damn table and uh, and then I got clients that you know that will come in. So I'll spend a day doing readings and they just come in and then um, they meet me there. Um, that's haven't normally I, what I do. Haven't I seen you meet clients uh, here at the Golden Lantern? You have one time, yeah. So you have, yep. So you um, could, you I will meet. In, yep, in I meet clients. Readings here. Yep, here at the at the Golden Lantern because I've been I've been reading. Actually, I've been reading um, out of out of there for I don't even know how many years it's been. It's forever. Um. But. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, otherwise, you know, like I'll do them over the phone. Um, I don't do Skype. I don't do Face FaceTime. Um, I don't do Zoom. Yeah. You know, I don't do all that because it's, again, it's too much of a pain in the ass. Right. Um, but then, you know, if, you know, if folks can't make it to Salem, then uh, the weekend of the 12th, um, the weekend of the 12th of November, I will be in Cleveland. Um, and um, I'm doing a whole uh, weekend of classes um, and readings there. And then um, I took on uh, one other... Uh, oh, oh, in Cleveland, um, it's... Uh, uh, what is... Hold on just one second. Be, yeah. Because I... I I always get the, the, the name confused, um, and I always want to call it something else, even though I know what the damn name is, but, um, hold on for me, just one second. Yes. Hoodoosemoise.com, right? Yes, that's the website, Hoodoosemoise.com, you can book a reading on there. Um, when I'm, when, uh, and then, uh, the weekend of, uh, of November 12th um, I'll be in uh, in Cleveland and um, doing a weekend of teaching and readings there and I will be at uh, uh, the New Moon um, which uh, is owned by a wonderful lady named uh, Don Bartos her and her husband um, uh, own the own the uh, the store and it's 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 really a, a wonderful place. It's a very large space and so there's always room. Um, so you know you can catch me, you can catch me there in Cleveland the weekend of uh, November the twelfth, and then I decided to take on uh, one more um, just to close out the year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I swear to God, like. <laughs> A lot of travel. Uh, yeah. Um, that will be um, uh, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Um, I will be um, just outside of Atlanta um, at uh, Wicked Mojo. And um, we're discussing on what's going to be happening. It's, it's either going to be like a weekend of just... Uh, of of classes which you know vary from conjure work to voodoo um or um we're going to do um a voodoo intensive uh mm. that particular uh weekend um which will be the third the fourth and the fifth and there's a whole lot of stuff that we're going to be going over uh uh down there so um if you're in the atlanta area or what have you it's actually the store is located, if I remember correctly, in uh, Conyers, um, which is maybe 25 minutes from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's, you know, um, really uh, nice folks um, that, uh, that are there. The owner, um, whose name is uh, Raven, uh, Raven Shiara. Uh, very, very, you know, wonderful lady and... Uh, and uh, so we're going to be down there, and 
doing all of that stuff. And so if you can't make Salem, those are two other opportunities that you have. So I don't want to hear nobody coming to me talking about, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. Uh, when are you coming to Seattle? <laughs> so well, if, they, if they go to... Speaking, well, speaking of which, do you ever go to, like, that far west? Uh, not typically. No, I mean... If they paid um, you enough, would you go? Yes. <laughs> I would. I mean, I have. I have no. Uh, I have, you know, no qualms about going over there. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, when somebody contacts me and you know, and they, and they want me to come because my travel schedule fills up rather quickly. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when it comes to my travel schedule, it's you know, first come, first serve. Um, and you are know, you ever in? Just curious, because we're both from California. Do you ever go to California? No, okay. I'm not opposed to it, but I, yeah. but no but I, I don't. Um, okay. There's someone, and I cannot remember. I cannot remember uh, um, her name, but uh, there's someone that wants to bring me to. Um, I believe it's Phoenix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, so that may be, like, you know, the closer part that I get. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'll be in Denver sometimes. Um, right, right, right. I'll be in uh, Nebraska sometimes. <coughs> I'll be in Texas sometimes. Um, New Orleans, of course. Uh, Atlanta. <coughs> uh, Cleveland. Salem. Uh, New Hampshire. Ohio. Um, yeah, I mean, so it just it just depends because again, you know, it's, when it comes to my travel schedule, it's first come first serve, and yeah. Yeah. you know, and it typically you know fills up rather, you know, uh, rather fast. Mm -hmm. So, so if they go to hoodoosimoeast.com, can they get you know a list of where you're going to be? You teach classes off of there too, or is that somewhere else? No, I, I, know you're I doing usually Zoom most of my classes are are in person. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not opposed to doing like, uh, zoom classes or what, you know, or whatever, not opposed to that. I just, I don't like those platforms. Yeah. Um, I would rather have. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to Golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to Golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com you know somebody that's sitting in front of me right. as opposed to somebody that's sitting behind a, a computer screen yeah yeah, yeah. Um, just because in my opinion it makes not only for a better experience but 
there's also more of an opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Zoom is fine, but um, my preference is always uh, in person. Mm-hmm. So if they go to whodesimoeast.com, can they get a list of the places where you're going to be appearing, or where do they find um, that? They, they can whenever I, whenever I uh, update uh, up, updated and I, and I post mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm working on my 2022 travel schedule now, um, and you know, just getting that together. Um, I know that, like in 22, like I'll be in Detroit, um, I'll be in Omaha, Nebraska, and um, I'll be in Atlanta, and I'll also be where the hell. Um, Maybe Phoenix. Tennessee. No. Um, actually, um, I've been asked to go to uh, to Tennessee, um, but you know, when I go, when when you know, someone asks me to come and teach, you know, I'm not doing that. Like, you know, out of uh, uh, where it, you know, it, it come the cost comes out of my pocket. Right. Yeah. Right. No. At least need like travel expenses. No travel expenses need will yeah. you know will be which is you know yeah. plane ticket and hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, those things, you know, like that, that, that's just and quite frankly, you know, it's not because I'm greedy or whatever, but I'm fucking old. So yeah. Guess so you what? you over there that wants him to go to Denver, man, that's what he needs. Over there in the chat room, Alan. <laughs> Oh, what did he say? He was Jackson? asking if you were going to go to... Yeah, Alan Jackson. How did you know that? <laughs> well, oh, I know that. Alan. That's okay. The, yeah, that's I, I, Alan. We all know yeah. Alan Jackson. Yeah, I, I, I know, but how did you know? Because all I said was Alan. Okay. Well, that's yeah. the Alan I know. <coughs> Alan's asking about Denver. Oh, I think he lives mm. in Colorado. Yeah, 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 Alan lives in Colorado. Yeah. Actually, I met Alan um, at uh, Hexfest a few years ago. Whenever he was, he was. We met here. him at this last one. Oh, and I, I should mention, this next Hexfest is going to be Hudo Simoes's triumphant return to Hexfest. We still don't know what he's teaching because he's such a diva; he hasn't posted it yet. So but it's when be I good. plug, they Hexfest, get it when they get it. Yeah, yeah, when I plug Hexfest, I can't tell you what he's going to teach yet. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, I'd love to know next time you get here. Alan says, Denver. Or Colorado. Well, I guess here would be Colorado. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Alan, we can definitely uh, uh, do that. I have to. Um, I don't. I'm not going to uh, to Denver this year, um, but I will probably be there um, next year. And usually, whenever I'm in Denver, um, it's usually either October or November um, that uh, that I'm teaching out there. Um, but, uh, I have to talk to, uh, um, the people that bring me there and see when, uh, they want me to, uh, yeah. to come. So I'll be out there. Am I going to, uh, uh, are you coming to, uh, to Hexfest, uh, this year or this coming year? Cause, uh, you know, I'm coming back and, uh, so they all know, uh, to, uh, uh, pucker their assholes whenever, whenever I'm coming. Yeah, he's he's not on the schedule yet. Yeah, I think Christian is like 
But we happen to know out, that Hoodoo Simway is, is teaching at Hexfest this year. He says, I'll be there. All right, we'll see you again. No. Yeah. Alan. <laughs> well, speaking of all that, we got to pay a bill here. Have to do my... What uh, bill? Well, oh, yeah, that bill. you know, there's certain things when you sign on to stuff, you're required to uh, share those on your social media page. Mm -hmm. So we go beyond, uh, above and beyond uh, when we do it on our podcast because WitchCon's coming up. That'll be the next thing coming up. Bring the magic to you. February 18th to the 20th, 2022. Oh, Join the largest online magical conference in the world. Featuring over 100 witches and conjurers. Coming to you from, by live stream video from across the globe. Watch classes live. And then watch on demand whenever you want. We still haven't watched all of the classes from last year's. Uh, or even last years you know the hex fest two years ago but they're still out there uh february 18th to the 20th 2022 brian kane and christian day and the hex education network present WitchCon online featuring over 100 classes by over 100 witches and conjurers from across the globe ready to share their time-honored wisdom and witchery with beginners and advanced practitioners alike WitchCon online presenters are the preeminent masters of the magical arts hail from across the rainbow spectrum of occult and spiritual practices. And, you know, I can't help but notice that they just kind of like copy and pasted those lines from, from HexFest, but more power to them. Uh, registration is limited to a thousand attendees and includes all live video classes, rituals, and performances, as well as access to recordings of every class after the event has ended on our on-demand library so you won't miss a single magical moment attendees and fans will love the live shopping in our virtual vendorium featuring powerful ritual tools signed books exquisite jewelry and handmade spellcrafts again copy and pasted from hexa uh, our virtual meet and greet lets attendees and fans alike meet and chat with presenters live on zoom and it's a great way to meet and know your favorite teachers we we did a lot of that. Thank you. Um, last year, the, the live meet and greet, and we'll probably do a lot of that this year. Uh, WitchCon Online is live streamed on the Hex Education Network on Crowdcast, a web-based platform with no need to download the app. And I'm not going to read you the huge list of presenters because yeah, it takes too fucking long and I run out of breath. Get over to WitchCon.com. Time's running out. There's a thousand attendees, man. It's going to fucking sell out, just like HexFest. And after we're past this, then I'll be plugging HexFest next year. Um, WitchCon online. Bring the magic to you. Uh, then I got one other called RunFest.com. Uh, Cauldron Fest 2022. Fall Creek... Uh, Falls, Piney Creek Camp in Spencer, Tennessee. April 21st through the 24th. I'm going to be there. Um, come join Friends of Cauldron Fest as we celebrate our first Cauldron Fest. Come and join us in the Golden Peak of Cumberland Plateau at Fall Creek Fall State Park. Our event will uh, host many workshops, vendors, great food, entertainment, and a kickoff party Friday evening. Wake up every morning with the chance to see the deer enjoying their morning breakfast. And you dine in the dining hall. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> As you dine in the dining hall, this three-night, two-and-a-half-day event will be a great escape for everyone who needs um, 
after a trying few years register today as space is limited and again there's a bunch of presenters i know i'm gonna be there i know i'm gonna meet uh hoodoo brujo for the first fucking time i know him off of tiktok uh and uh it's uh, the first time so this is one of the times when i waived my travel expenses i'm gonna get my ass to tennessee some fucking how we're gonna like drive through fucking mississippi and all these red states that i'm scared of somehow to get to fucking spencer tennessee uh to do this thing and you can go to cauldronfest.com and see what i'm teaching because i don't even remember what i said i was gonna be teaching there but it's gonna be great you're gonna love it and uh, i'll rock it everybody's gonna rock it uh matter of fact uh the Spirit Witch. One of my students is going to be there. I, of course, you've got to mention her. Um, and, and it's going to be r- really cool. And you go to cauldronfest.com. You can see the list of presenters and all of the stuff happening there. It sounds pretty cool. Like, all the food's included. Everybody gets, like, a, a, a cabin. It's like we're out in the woods, but we're all getting cabins and shit. Um, uh, hopefully, it goes well. It's going to be the first time these people um, pull this thing off. And it, it's... Uh, uh, sounds like a large endeavor. So uh, come see me and others at cauldronfest.com April 21st through the 24th, uh, 2022. All right. And back to. Oh, there's a chat room. Let's see what they're saying. Oh, uh, I'm not going to repeat what Alec, Alan Jackson just said there because it's not quite legal in this state. But cool! Uh- Good. Uh, it'd be great to see you again, Alan. I, I still remember you from last year. <laughs> uh, sitting here with Hoodoo Semois, we've gone into overtime on the uh, uh, Wittershins program. But, you know, I pay for three hour long broadcasts, unlimited times per day. So um, we did it one time. We went um, 20 hours on Wittershins. We just had to reboot every three fucking hours just to see if we could do it. So um, we're finally getting our money's worth sitting there talking to one of our favorite guests, um, Kudu Semwais. And I recall when we first had him on the show, it was like, I don't think me and Marta talked at all. We just listened to him talk because he's <laughs> such an entertaining guest. And, and na- now we know him. We didn't even fucking know him. He was just yeah. some some dude out there that yep, we were interviewing. That's me. The, 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 he was the one person to, that would come on the air and talk about gay Poleros because it was such a controversial thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now look at us. And now he's become a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. We often will see him at the Golden Lantern doing readings at the bar. And I, I find that intriguing. I need to schedule some of my readings for when I'm at the Golden Lantern and just do it That's at the bar. That's right. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm out of questions. What else you got to say? Um, I think I'm good. We're, we're, <laughs> pa- good. we're like a half hour past. I know. Too. Well, I was just saying, you know, we're finally getting our money's worth from our large package. Because <laughs> we haven't said that in a while. But we got a large package here at Spreaker.com. We can go on the air three hours per day, unlimited times per day. We actually tried that. And we did that. I just yeah. Marta was out of the room. We did that for like 20 hours one day. We just, every three hours, we start a new fucking episode and we can do it. I don't think I could ever get that kind of deal at Blog Talk. We are kind of looking at Blog Talk, looking at some other formats, looking at, you know, some formats where maybe we can schedule the show ahead of time, which would be fucking great. 
I don't think Spreaker has that, but I still I need to like sift through all of the shit that's available on Spreaker and see if they have that. But um, if Blog Talk doesn't have a mobile application, that just won't work. Cause like right here, it's it's me, Marta, Moise, and the dogs. Of course, you fucking heard sitting around the table with with my phone on the table. We're doing it all off of my goddamn phone. Sound quality's good. Everything's good. Um, if Blog Talk doesn't offer a mobile option, I just I can't go with that because it's it's so much easier than setting up the laptop and the microphones and the monitor and all that shit. Um, and then you know if there was too much noise out in the backyard, like you know the neighbor earlier raking her aluminum yeah. cans, yeah. if that had gotten to be too much, we could have just gone into the house. We couldn't do that with the with the uh, full setup. So. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at Spreaker.com slash user slash Wittershins and almost all the places that you get podcasts. If you don't find our podcast, then go somewhere else. But we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and five or six other places that I can't even fucking remember. Um, you can find Wittershins everywhere. Yes. Who do send ways? has run out of things to say <laughs> and we've run out of questions for who to send ways i mean i you know you got to give us credit we talk to him every like couple days and yeah, we usually talk about the same kind of shit so i'm amazed that we had so many questions that we hadn't already asked i mean i asked some of the questions that i've already asked just you know for your benefit because that's what radio hosts do and shit um but it's been quite a fucking episode as usual yes indeed thank you thank you for coming man Absolutely, it was a pleasure. Alright, anything else to plug? No. Um, Hoodoosemoese.com No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right, we'll play a couple and get the fuck out of here. Wittersons. Uh, this.
on a mirror girl The pussy army wheels Expressions on the faces of the starting millions of power right up down The pubic drives a crannies The motive and the conscience of the murderer It's a preacher on TV The pulse of charity The former heritage written by the big computers And nuclear bombs The kids with no bombs And a pitfall that he's inside me Beautiful trees. 